Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Last question for you. That American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it, and I'm so happy I get to represent U.S.A. <laughs> love it. Well, well said. Congratulations. Enjoy that gold, and we'll see you out there on the podium, okay? Thank you. I'll try not to cry, but no problem. <laughs> that's okay. That that's There you go, everybody. There you go, America. You got what you wanted out of the Olympics. You got that. What is her name? Tamira Menza Stock. Tamira Menza Stock. She's a 27-year-old wrestler, mm -hmm. female wrestler, and she won the gold last night. And she got up on that podium, draped in the American flag, and she gave you everybody the speech they've been looking for. She gave them the I love America. America's the greatest. On the boats and on the planes, we're coming to America. I mean, that Lee Greenwood was there. Mm -hmm. uh, Uncle Sam was there. Everybody. What else is American, Alex? Uh, oh, uh, they, Apple Pie Apple was there. Apple Pie was there. <laughs> Chevrolet. Yeah. Uh, what a, uh, I think yeah. they make those in Mexico now. A handful now. of coal miners yeah, were there. There was some yeah. coal miners in the background. Uh, what else? You know, all th yeah. there was American eagles flying over her mm -hmm. head. All things American. It, it wasn't that hammer thrower. Mm -hmm. That hammer throw didn't even meddle. Oh, how how happy was everyone over at, you know, these at Fox News that that hammer throw, that angry hammer thrower who hates America didn't even throw her hammer far. Or, or, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what you got to do, throw it far or throw yeah. it short or throw it into a circle. I don't know what you got to do with it. Yeah. But she didn't do it properly, mm -hmm. not enough to meddle. But this wrestler gave us what we want she's not simone biles quitting halfway th what how dare she her mind is not right i don't care about your mind get up there on that balance beam and she did mm -hmm. she said all right i'll give you guys the balance beam yep i i'm gonna i'm not gonna do the other ones i'm gonna do the balance beam and you know simone biles came out and did the balance beam whether she's suffering from twisties or this is one apparently yeah. twisties are a thing mm. in the gymnastics world. Twisties are 
I guess they make you dizzy. I don't know. I'm, I've never been a gymnast. I think I read they make it uh, to where you don't know, like your body, if, when you're trying to twist on that axis, your body starts flipping and instead oh. you can land on your head. Okay. So that's that. There that's you what go. I think I read. At, at, I did read, I think that yeah. as well. So she might have had twisties. That was going to be a problem. Anyway, you, we all know the Simone Biles story. But she did say she was going to do the balance beam and she got a bronze in the mm-hmm. balance beam. Now, listen, I know the bronze is, is something. But it it's not. Let's face it. I mean, the 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 step down from gold to bronze yeah. is. I mean, the step down from gold to silver is, is big. Yeah. But the step down from gold to bronze, and I, you know, it's just, and this is coming from a guy who barely gets off his couch, and here yeah. I am judging people who get, you know, a bronze medal, which is something. It's great, but it's you know, it's bronze. It's just everything about it, the color of it is bronze. Yeah. It's, who cares? It's like a big penny. It's every yeah. It's like a big penny, exactly. Everything about it is just not as fun. Mm-mm. And that's, you know, just to get the ratings back on these Olympics. I don't know if you guys have even been watching or even care. Simone Biles. So we all know the story. But anyway, she got the bronze. And, you know, but we are winning, like... So then I started the last couple of days, last couple of nights. I said to myself, I, should I be watching more of this Olympics? Do I, I feel un-American. Not not unlike this wrestler who just mm-hmm. loves him. And listen, I love America too. I love him. Listen, I, and if I was performing, for, and I do perform for America, right here on cover to cover, are they giving me medals for it? No, they should. I should be getting medals for what I deliver here uh, day after day, mm-hmm. but I don't. I, I barely get, uh, I can barely get a couple of dollars out of people for Patreon. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I this girl, I don't know where she lives in America, but- she gave us what we wanted, and now she's going to be the new hero. She's going to be the new Simone Biles. She's going to get all the commercials. She's cute. She was fun. She was bubbly. She's what we want out of our Olympic stars. Don't be don't be giving us stuff about your mental health. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear that. Nope. We are dumb people sitting on the couch. We want our people to hit home runs and keep your shit tight. Your Mm -hmm. brain, mind shit. We don't want to hear about your mind. We don't want to hear if you're a tennis player and you don't want to do press conferences. We don't want to hear about it. Mm -hmm. We want you to hit the ball over the net. That's what we're sitting down to watch. I mean, not me personally. I'm talking about the the, the vast amount of Americans, the the, 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 uh, comments I read underneath like the the Instagram posts, Mm -hmm. the comments of the people are very angry at these people for not just hitting the ball mm-hmm. or whatever they're paid to do, just hit the ball. And I would imagine, you know, people who have regular jobs, um, many of you who listen to this podcast, regular jobs, I would imagine there, there are days you take off for whatever reason. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't feel up to it today. I, got, <clears throat> I, I don't believe, Alex, I have mental health issues. That right there, me saying that, could be a mental health issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I'm, I'm, I'm this defiant that I don't have mental health issues, might be a mental health issue. Yeah, I would imagine most crazy people. I'm not talking about the ones who go and get their therapy and work it out. I'm talking about the ones who don't and say, I'm I'm fine. But you're but we all know, we all know a few insane people in our mm-hmm. lives. And uh, they won't do anything about it. And I might be one of those people. Because I went to like some sort of therapy one time, Alex. One time. Some a lot of people were promoting it. They were like, and I the therapist was 10 times crazier than I was. Mm-hmm. I went, she was, the weird thing was, I sat down, you know, like you're supposed to do. And I, 
Nothing will make you feel more. I don't know if you ever done anything like this. Yeah. Alex? You ever done any type of therapy? Yeah. Do you do it bit. regularly? No. You just sit down. I've done it. And yeah. you go in and you sit mm-hmm. and you talk to a therapist one on one. And how do you feel about it? Um, one on one. It's been a while. Um, I've done the couples thing. Oh, is yeah, that right? Yeah. And then um, I've done uh, when I was a kid. I did it a lot, or I did it. You know. As a child, I don't really remember. One-on-one, I guess in Vegas I did go. I don't know. It was weird. Do you feel that it worked? Do you feel you you were a better person leaving the office than when you went in? Yeah. <coughs> okay, sure. well, there yeah. you go. I mean, well, with the, yeah, I'll say yes. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. I did not. Mm-hmm. I remember. But then again, I might not be a good, I might not be a good client for mm-hmm. it because I'm not, but I, I, maybe if I went for for longer periods of time they would get to the point where like we got a lot out of you you know you yeah. were, you were you were very bottled up at first but seven months later look at you just yeah you're crying on store. subways yeah you're so free <laughs> i would <laughs> like i you know, listen i would love to be crying mm-hmm. but I, and i cry at weird shit you know i don't cry at things like i don't even honestly i just was talking about this my father's on the patreon episode and i'll talk about it a little on this one my father's 80th birthday is coming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it's he's he already is 80. He was 80 on August 1st. He's the only Frangiola ever to make it to 80. First one. Like I said, we're not a healthy lot. Yeah. We we if we get to 75, we're lucky. And mm. and that's you know that's based on a diet of uh, of bacon grease and uh, and you know and and fri- fried fried everything. Yeah, 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 everything. You know, yeah. just. Hot do- Costco hot dogs. The Frangels love a Costco hot dog or a Costco um, chicken bake. That's one you get on the. the do you, are you are you a Costco cafe person, Alex? No, not a Costco cafe guy. I am a. Uh, well, let know. me just ask you this: Are you a Costco card holder? I am not. What the hell? I know. Hmm. I'm dropping the ball. That it, you are. I, mean, I did Sam's Club for a while, and now that's uh, like a Walmart spinoff. That's mm-hmm. like a box store for Walmart, right? Yeah. I don't think I've ever been yeah. in a Sam's Club. Yeah, it was a, and that's it, also a pay. You got to pay as you mm-hmm, uh, for yeah, a yeah. fee. It left something to be designed. It was no Costco. I'll okay, yeah, Costco is. I mean, I have just recently become a Costco fan. I just mm-hmm. never found it to be because I lived alone for many, many years of my life, most of my life. And I just didn't, I just, what, what am yeah. I going to do with 700 pounds of oatmeal? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not, this is never, I mean, mm. I would have it for seven years and it's expired and just forget it. So it wasn't working for me in yeah. that way. Uh, but now I don't know what's happened to me. I've, I've rediscovered it because my parents were out here and I had to go with them. They wanted to, to do a tour of different Costco's when they were out here a few weeks ago. So I had to take them to three, four different Costco's to see the layout mm-hmm. of what we were doing here in California. They wanted the Woodland Hills one. They wanted the Sherman Oaks one. They wanted the Burbank one. They wanted to see what they're doing with their gas uh, situation. Yep. What The ones that don't have gas, the ones that do have gas. My father recently uh, called me. He did some research when he got back to the East Coast. He did some research on the Woodland Hills one, which I told him did not have the gas pumps. Mm-hmm. Sherman Oaks does, Burbank does. He did some research from home and said, you were wrong. Woodland Hills does have the gas pumps. Where they're just, they? they're in a different location. Oh. They're not in the, the, the entrance we did. He goes, you got to go around back. Oh. And they got your gas pumps in the back pumps. back there. So you were wrong about that. I said, mm. my apologies. Yeah. I, I, but you weren't driving. Like I was driving. You didn't mm. need gas. It's like, but if, what if I did? Yeah. What, what if I did need gas? 
I, I could have gotten it there. You can't you, find the donut shop on the corner. No. What are you, how are you going to find <laughs> that? Well, that I ever? believe my brother met, my brother just ha- played golf with my father, and I said, how was it? And he goes, I don't know. He seems to be getting a little pissed off at the world. Because like, <laughs> his golf, you know, he's 80 now, and yeah. he can't golf the way he used to, and I think it's, it's not as affecting loose. him. And I told my brother, I said, I believe the thing that put him over the edge was that walk to the donut shop mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles, and he couldn't find the donut shop. And I think he just saw... You know, I guess when you get to a certain age, you start to see the, the, Your the end. You start to yeah. see the end. Mm-hmm. And I think he's starting to see the end. And I think that was where halfway up the block when he realized this is not the way to the donut shop. Three different times, I might. Yeah. He, every day, I told him, it's that way. I watched him walk off the wrong way. Three mm-hmm. different. And he's not, he's not feeble or, or losing his mind or any Alzheimer's. Nothing like that. Yeah. He's perfectly normal and fine in the head. He just... It's just, you know, didn't didn't get it. Yep. And I think that was what started it. And now he's playing golf with my brother, angry that he can't swing the club like So anyway, my point is this. We're talking about therapy. And we're talking about crying. You said if I go enough, I'll be crying on the subway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that could be true. Mm-hmm. However, um, I, I don't, like... I, read, I often talk to my wife about, you know, like the death of my parents. Because mm-hmm. it's coming. And I know, I I'm going. I'm probably going to be sad. Yeah, I'm going to be sad. I love my parents. They're the, they're the greatest. But I'm like, it, you know, they had a good run. Yeah, that's what I might say. Mm-hmm. If they asked me to go up and you know do a, do a eulogy of some sort, I mean, yeah, let's face it, it was a good run. Mm-hmm. Well, but but he was he was living a full life, was he? He couldn't find a donut shop. Like yeah. it was time to go. But uh, who knows? He could be around till he's not. He told me he had a low heart rate. The doctor said he had a low heart rate. As my doctor often tells me, I have a low heart rate too. Mm-hmm. And the and the doctor told my father, normally when you have a heart rate as low as both my father and I have, he says, you live to like 90. Ooh. And I told, I think I said this before on the podcast, like, I don't know if I, I want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm 55 now. It pains me to say that. Mm-hmm. But it, it also frees me to say that because I used to bullshit. How old are you now, Alex? 29? 29. 29. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fucking young. Is it? It is. Okay. It is. It's freakishly young. Okay. Like, that's why you're, 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 you know, you, you, you're such a fuck up. No. Um, that, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you, I know. I often judge you mm-hmm. on the same level that I judge, you know, my other friends who are yeah. in their 40s and 50s, but I shouldn't yeah. because you're, you're not, at, you should I'm fuck up. in my up. 20s. Yeah. You should fuck up. Mm-hmm. I've, we all fucked up yeah. at 29. But you, I mean, honestly, you have it. You go, you're doing pretty well. Thanks. Twenty nine. I'm trying to keep it together. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think where I was and what I was. Do- I mean, at twenty nine, I was. It was pretty close. It wasn't. Or you'd left Sizzler probably two years prior or something. Well, Alice, I was fired, and uh, oh. and this is actually. I didn't say this it. is actually going to send me to therapy. Now. Okay. Uh, I was fired. I could, and thank God I was, because I'm not kidding. I probably would have still been there. I'm the type of person. Who never leave? I'll I will stay at a job regardless of, mm-hmm. of how awful it may be, and uh, and and how how bad the work uh, environment is. I will stay there until you either fire me or the place closes up. Yeah, that's when I leave. And at any time I've ever left a job, that's what's happened. They've said no, we're the, we're now we're no longer a business, mm-hmm. so you have to go. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, oh, I guess I'll go find something else. Well, Christopher, how does that make you feel? I well, this is <laughs> this is the. I guess I'm just not. I also, I also therapy I found made me, it made me feel super boring. Yeah. Because this woman's like, and I was like, God, I wish I had something to tell you here. Mm-hmm. You know, like, 
oh, how was your upbringing? I'm like, it was great. Like, my parents are very nice, normal people. I grew up in Ronkonkoma on Ocean Avenue. Was it nice? Sure, it was great. There was no wish. Nobody was, everybody was fine. Looking back on it now, were, did we have any money? It was a fucking shithole. Everybody had lead in their paint. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I, I, all the people I grew up with, they, they, they're still back there. Like, nobody leaves this yeah. fucking Ronkonkoma. They live, they buy their parents' house. I got a few friends, no fucking around. Yeah. I got a few friends who've bought their parents' house. So they lived in it until the parents either went to a home or died. Yeah. Then they took the house over. So mm-hmm. they never left the one house. Now, do you think their parents, like, cut them, like, are they buying their parents' house because they're getting it for $20,000, or are they just, like... That could be the case. Okay. There's probably something to that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and also, I just don't think they, they want to... I don't know. I don't. Mm. I, it's it's. And the other fucked up thing to the people I'm I'm actually talking about, they got all the answers too. Yeah. They know they got all the. Mm. They got they tell Simone Biles what her she's doing wrong. They tell the hammer throw what she's doing mm-hmm. wrong. They they tell uh, Cuomo what he's doing. Mm-hmm. They've never left the block they live on, but they got all the answers. The world's problems are going to be solved. By these fucking losers. I've heard that description of Long Island by a lot of people that have. <laughs> it is all my friends. And, and, and from I Long know Island I have a lot of that. Long Island listeners, and I know most of you guys have a sense of humor about Long Island, and I hope you do because if you don't, it it's a fucking tough. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful place to grow up. Honestly, it sounds like the part of New York I would fit in with. Honestly, <laughs> you, you, oh, one hundred percent, Alex. You find you you would have your people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, maybe I should take you for a tour. Okay, and see if you could fit in. I can give you could live in my friend's house who's his parents' house, maybe yeah. down in the basement or whatever. But anyway, so that the, I just felt like I was boring when I was in there. And then I'm not kidding, the the therapist's office overlooked the studios and get like Gower Studios. It was on Ventura Boulevard in, in like Studio City, and it overlooked the studio. And at one point she goes, seeing a lot of famous people drive in and out of these gates here, mm-hmm. these Gower Studios. And I was like, yeah, no, I, know, I understand how you know studios, studios work. Studios work, yeah. She goes, yeah, yeah, I have a lot of famous clients. You know, I have a lot of famous clients come in here. They know mm-hmm. they drive through that gate and they come in this office. And I was like, yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, you yeah, seem yeah. like you're, you know. And you're like, yeah, I'm a famous client of well, yours. No, no, this is what happens. <laughs> That's what she says. Then I could tell, like, something's up. Mm-hmm. And then at one point she goes, I used to watch Chelsea Lately all the time. And I was like, I don't know if you're supposed to say that. No. Like, there's supposed to be some sort of, mm-hmm. I don't know, client privilege, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to tell me you're a fan. You want me to feel uh, comfortable around you. <laughs> yeah, right. Then yeah. it was, and then it was like something along the lines of, so tell me about your parents. And I was like, yeah, I got people. And she goes, what is Chelsea really like? Something oh. along like those lines. And I was like, we really going to do this? Like, You're like, I, am I charging you for the hour yeah. or are you charging me? So it was one of those things where I walked out of there and I was like, I, maybe I just got the wrong person. Mm-hmm. I know you, many of people who are into it are going to write me and go, oh, you had the wrong person. I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be as bold and as thick-headed to say that I think my mental capabilities are pretty good, mm-hmm. all things considered. Um, I, I, I don't perform on a level that Simone Biles performs on and some of these, you know, even that, the, you know, the girl who, uh, Osaka or whatever, who, who won't do the interviews for, for tennis. Um, I, I don't perform on that level. So my mental, does my mental state have to be that good? Mm-hmm. Like it's good. Ow! No matter how you're feeling about getting back out there, there's no denying that it's an adjustment. 
What the world needs when it gets loud is a good set of headphones. Alex, you're a headphone guy. I am. Do you freak out when you put the headphones in and they're not good? They don't stay in your ears. They don't. Uh, what, what, what is your biggest issue with headphones? Uncomfortable. They fall out a lot. That fall happens. Fall out a lot. Yeah. Not Raycons. Mm-hmm. That's what my, I have the same issue, Alex. My, my Raycons are unbelievable. They sent me these Raycons a few weeks ago and I have been using them since then, down in Malibu yesterday, I popped them in running down the beach. They stay in. They have like an eight, 32-hour battery life. Oh, Alex. wow. 32 hours. You know how long? That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a, a day and a half. You could run around and play it con- continuously. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort, and unlike some other brands, they don't fall out of your ears, like I said. The 32-hour battery life is just unbelievable. They... Uh, they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Why not get yourself listened to cover to cover on a brand new set of Raycons? Make yourself a fall playlist, a, a summer, end of summer playlist. Listen to it on the Raycons. And because you listen to cover to cover, of course, we are going to give you a deal. Uh, create your own soundtrack with Raycons right now. Listeners will get 15% off. That's a lot. A lot Mm -hmm. of ads we do, 5% off, 10% off, not Raycons. No. They give you 15% off at buyraycon.com slash cover to cover. That's buyraycon.com backslash cover to cover and save 15% on your Raycons. I'm telling you, charge these things up, put them in, listen to cover to cover, and thank me later with your 15% off because they are the best headphones I've ever put in. And I'm a weird guy. I have, I think I have weird ear holes, some sort of dis- deformed ear hole that mm-hmm. I can't put a lot of um, headphones in my ear. And these Raycons fit me perfectly. So if you're like me and you're having issues with headphones falling out, these are the ones for you. Get them. Listen to the cover-to-cover soundtrack. Listen to the cover-to-cover playlist. Somebody made a cover-to-cover playlist on Spotify. You can listen to that with your Raycons and have a good time listening to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and all the other crap we play along the way so get your raycons at 15 percent off uh at raycon by raycon.com backslash cover to cover and uh enjoy the music my mental does my mental state have to be that good Mm -hmm. like it's good it's good where i'm not gonna freak out on an airplane like i just saw a guy yesterday did another alex another airplane freak out Mm -hmm. this guy young guy 26 or i mean freaking the fuck out punching flight attendants grabbing their Boobs, they said. Two flights that grabbed their boobs. While punching them? Punch one. Punch the male. You know, the the male flight attendant. Okay. Punch the male. Grab the boobs of the two females. Okay. Now, I don't know if this guy's, what airline he's flying. I think it was, you know, Allegiant or one of those fucking ones. That's, you know, as zoo as it is. So, uh, they stay, they... They tape them to the seat. This is what they've been doing now. They yeah, just tape these people. Tape people to the seat. Yeah, which is amazing to me. It's like, isn't there another way? Like, who I'm, puts them in the seat and holds them down? They, some some nice uh, people on the plane. There was a couple of guys. They were like, "Let's stop this shit right now." You know, yeah. some dude, big dudes are on the plane. They get up and mm-hmm. they get the, this guy was screaming. After he was grabbing boobs and stuff, I don't know you guys probably saw the video. It's all over the internet right now. It's happened last night or yesterday. It came at least it came you know on the internet yesterday. I don't know when it happened. But, uh, and he was screaming that his parents have $2 million. Did I know any idea, have any idea who they're dealing with? Yeah. He goes, my parents have $2 million, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, if, if they do, that's a pretty nice sum of money. But I don't know if it's, I would be screaming about yeah. it in the back of the plane. 
So he said that was one of his issues. His parents have $2 million. Don't fuck with him. And then some other people get up, which I, now, Alex, I'll, I'll, I'll pose this question to you as well. Okay. Um, there's some shit starts going down on a plane. And I'm not talking the guys, he's, it's a terrorist going to get, you know, yeah. crashed a thing. I'm talking to just a guy screaming because yeah. oh, he drank too many. It's a male or female Karen. Right, yeah. exactly. Do, do you get up and, because and, and, you're, Alex, by the way, everybody, I want you to know that Alex has been working out very hard. And I think that's part of his, he's been having some aggressive behaviors. Now I feel <laughs> oh. like his therapist. Oh. He's been a little mm-hmm. aggressive lately. And I think it's because he's working out hard. Yeah. Uh, his arms are getting fucking huge. Yeah. And it's getting scary because he actually, before we went to air, he said something about gimme liberty or gimme death. And I mm. think he said he was going to shoot me. I've, mm. I'm paraphrasing, but he said something yeah. along the lines of, I will shoot you. So, uh, oh no, I didn't say shoot you. I said, I'll take you to the gun show. <laughs> didn't you hear that? Oh, that's that was, I was talking about my but arm. But the guy is jacked up. He's getting jacked up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm now all, I'll piss and vinegar over so here. So if somebody says we need a guy to come back here and handle this shit, mm-hmm. they're going to look at you. They're going to like this guy with a fucking big jacked up arms. We need him. No. Do you go? No. No, you say no. You print, you keep your earphones, keep your Raycons keep in. Keep my Raycons and in. And you say I'm not I'm not getting I'm not getting involved in this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, um I mean, I don't know. I'm going to look at the guy. And that, it depends on, honestly, it depends on Alex. how much the person screaming annoys me. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I get it. Right. You know. I, I wanted first of all, I did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I looked at this guy. And I said, that's one I'd get up for. Yeah. I could totally take this guy. Mm-hmm. He was a little skinny, screaming 25-year-old. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy. But I'd also look around like, who else is getting what up? What was like, he screaming about? Uh, who, I, his mom, that his parents have $2 million. I heard him say that. Mm. And he was screaming, you know, you, don't, can't, I, you can't do this to me. I don't know, whatever. He was, I don't know what's happening to people on the planes. I think they're, it's some sort of um, uh, chemical thing. Yeah. I think they're Were armed. they in the air? Oh, yeah, they were in the oh, air. Oh, yeah, I'd probably get involved. If it they was on the, the ground, I'd just let... No, they were in the I'd air. I'd let the cops come and drag him off the plane. And they taped, him up, they taped him to a seat, which is mm-hmm. why I see that yeah. quite a bit, which I feel like we got to come up with something. There's got to mm-hmm. be some... Somebody's got to invent some sort of restraining passenger... Because I feel like it's happening every week now. Yeah. We got to come up with some sort of passenger restraining thing outside of duct tape, mm-hmm. which we're, duct tape works it's great. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are just... Ra- and then turns out I read... That they the people the flight attendants who boobs were grabbed and they were punched were were put on uh, you know leave or whatever yeah. they, not fired they were administrative administrative leave, leave yeah. because they did they taped out a scene I'm like they should be fucking hailed as heroes mm-hmm. I mean administrative leave are you fucking crazy these people are heroes for dealing with it but do you know who his parents are <laughs> they have two million dollars yeah. so I, and I know we talk about this. Uh, you know, sometimes on this podcast is, you know, why are people going so insane on planes mm-hmm. lately? And, you know, I fly a lot and it's, it's rough right now. Yeah. The mask makes, makes you freak out. Uh, the fact that you pack your planes and I know, I know you guys are in the business of making a profit like we all are. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, you know, in order to make a profit, you must pack your planes, but can you give everyone one more inch in the seats yeah. and just maybe take out one row one seat, yeah. and move it around a little bit instead of packing any, you know, I'm not, I'm not a seven foot man, but I'm a tall or taller probably than most or you mm-hmm. as, as are you Alex. And I, my legs are just right. If I sit back right in the coach, they're right up to the seat. Mm-hmm. If, and there are times when, if I'm in a window seat, and two people come in next to me, and I got the mask on, and I got a fucking bag down on my feet. 
I start to feel a little fucking cooped yeah. up, a little cramped, a little uh, claustrophobic. And I'm not that way at all. No. But I do start to feel. So now if I'm a person who's a little off yeah. and I start to feel my mask is Which fucking. Which after the last year and a half, I think everyone is a little off. Right. Yeah. right. So that's what the, and also. They're not giving you, you know, more anything Mm-mm. on the flights. It's just like, we are not. They give, won't even sell you alcohol. No, they they won't si- sell it. Nothing, no alcohol. No, 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 no. They get, maybe they'll throw a, a bottle, a little bottle, a stroopwaffle yeah. and a little bottle of water at you in a, in a plastic mm. bag. That's it. Yeah. And they're angry as fuck, the flight attendants. And I get it. It's not fun to walk up and down an aisle for seven hours. And then a lot of times they just turn around and do it again. They, they'll land and they'll be like, so we uh, thank you all for doing We're heading back to L.A. I'm like, you just did it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we go back again. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fucking awful. But anyway, so that's why they're mad. But you understand the people are mad too because they don't, they're not allowed the water. They're not allowed to breathe. They're not allowed to, I don't know, whatever. They're not allowed to get up to go to the bathroom. There's going to be turbulence in another six hours. So mm-hmm. we got the, we use seatbelt yeah, sign. Yeah, the seatbelt sign is on the Always. whole flight. I've now. never seen it off. I've no. never seen a seatbelt sign off. They, for one second, uh, we got to turn that seatbelt sign off. Feel free to roam the cabin. So then you're like, oh, feel free to roam the cabin. So I get up and then the fucking flight attendant gets on and goes, please sit down because I'm like, Wait, dude, somebody said else Rome. said get up. He said Rome. And then I always read these articles. You got to move around and get deep feigned thrombosis. Mm-hmm. And, and then it goes right to your heart and you're dead. Yep. Are you happy that you killed this guy because you wouldn't let him get up to get an extra strubwaffle? <laughs> oh, so these people going fucking insane on the planes. This is the latest one. And also, you know, a domestic flight on, uh, you know, is a fucking thousand dollars. You know, you want to go from L.A. to Boston, round trip, seven hundred. We're going to make up everything we lost uh, in the pandemic. We're going to make it up and on you. Yeah. Every bit of bit of uh, of money that went out the window for the year and a half people weren't traveling. Uh, we're going to make it all up on Chris Frangiola's ticket to Philadelphia. Yeah. We're going to charge him $1,700. That's what you paid for Philly? No, oh. no, but it is, they're getting there. Yeah. I mean, it used to be $350 to fly round trip mm-hmm. to most places in America. Yeah. You know, and coach here or there. Uh, but no, it's now, up to seven, now it's $700, $800 and mm-hmm. because they got to make up for this shit. We got to make up for it. And I know they were, you, you guys were government subsidized. Don't be telling me that you were fucking, you, the airlines are government subsidized, I think. Mm-hmm. You're, well, not, they're you're all, not going out of business. This year, they or last year, they certainly were. But they, I don't think they went out of business. No. Like, I don't think they can. It's one of those things that, like, you, we have to have the airlines. Yeah. We can't. I mean, the airlines have gone out of business, but they just moved to, you know, Continental another Airlines is just uh, now Delta uh, Airlines. Another company will buy up yeah, all their right, planes. Yeah, right, 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 right. So unless you go over that place in the desert that's... You ever fly over that desert thing in the desert that's an air, airplane junkyard or whatever? It's just like no. thousands of airplanes just mm. sitting in the middle of the desert. That'll make you feel Pretty good. wild, yeah. I mean, eventually they got to put them somewhere. Well, you you're just flying things? over and you're like, oh, did they crash here all mm-hmm. the time or... Just sitting there out mm. in the middle of the desert. So anyway, anyway, back to mental health. I feel that, um, well, back to this girl, this Olympian. Congratulations. It's exciting. So I've been watching, to get back to what I was originally talking about after we went on a crazy tangent about this kid whose parents have two million dollars. I'm enjoying enjoying the the Olympics, I have to say. I thought this poor Hoda Kotb is working hard to get people to, to watch this thing. 
it's the lowest rated Olympics of ever mm-hmm. by by a a huge yeah. stretch, and I don't know what the reason being is. And we, you know, this is something we talk about on this podcast all the time. It's just where what is everybody doing? Mm-hmm. Nobody's watching anything. Uh, what if they are? What what are they watching? They're not doing anything. Nobody's doing anything. Nobody's going to malls. Nobody's going on vacation. Mm-hmm. Nobody's watching TV. I don't know what everyone's doing. Uh, nobody's watching porn anymore. Nobody's having sex. We talked no. about that, Alex. Uh, so what is everybody doing? Are they? I don't know. Uh, are they? T- I feel I think like they're just on their phones, TikToking on the phones. And I'm telling you, this phone. I know I keep saying it, but this phone thing. And I'm. I've never been worse. I've mm. never been worse with the phone. I can't. I don't have any addictions. I've never been addictive personality. I could stop drinking tomorrow. I could stop most things tomorrow and not even fucking look back on it. But this phone, I don't know if I could stop. I mm. don't know. I mean, I get up in the morning and I'm like, where's that fucking phone? I got to turn that on. And for what? Yeah. For nothing. I'm like, there's. I'm not looking at, I'm not getting it. Everyone, every now and again, somebody give me a thumbs up on Instagram. Yeah. You know, a thumbs up on that post. It feels and, good though, And I need it? that shit. It feels I need good. Somebody, I mean, I, it, I, you know, they say psychologically there's some sort of endor. You know, yeah. they, when they put these, you know, things on your head, they see there's some sort of shit moves mm-hmm. around. EKG or whatever the fuck it's called. They, some shit moves around when you start seeing this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm famous. Thank you very much. 30, you know, 6,000 followers, which I believe is very low for me. I feel like, and uh, I mean, I have been off it. I've been in Malibu this week and I've been on the phone at all, really, like mm-hmm. posting nothing. And I, got, I was like, God, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels so good yeah. not to post anything. But then you feel like you have to. You feel like somebody's waiting for me to do some dumb shit. But nobody is. Nobody no. fucking cares. There's so much content out there. They can right. go a few days without. I know. You They're know? like, we're good without But shit. then you start thinking, you're like, but then if I don't post, I get lower on the algorithm. And then when I do post, people won't see it. And it's like, right. eh, I mean, that oh, doesn't. Oh, shit. Is that true? Now you've got me fucking thinking about that. I think that's true. You might be right. Low oh. engagement. I think that's what they call that. Oh, engagement. no. Jesus. Well, anyway. I can't. I can't. These are... All I wanted to do is get a couple of people listening to this podcast. We mm-hmm. did that. I wanted to sell a couple of tickets to live shows. We seem to be doing that. Philadelphia sold out very mm-hmm. quickly because I threatened many of you and the city of Philadelphia. And you guys came through. And I knew Philadelphia would. I was only joking when I was threatening you guys. I love Philadelphia. And I love any East Coast city that has you know, a, an unhealthy relationship with their sports teams. Uh, that is just, uh, that's who I like. <laughs> And it's you guys, it's Boston, it's New York, it's, it's, it's that, you know, we, mm-hmm. I, you know the types. And I knew you'd come through, and you did. You came through in a big way. Now, let me ask you this, if for those of you who are still listening, or maybe you checked out when you, uh, to go watch that video of the guy screaming about his parents' is $2 million. Parents' is, is that a word? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, if Philadelphia, I sold out the one show, 8 p.m., at the city winery in Philadelphia on October 2nd. They're asking me, the city winery in Philadelphia, they're asking me to add a second show. They said, there's more people want tickets. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that, Mm -hmm. but they're saying, more people want tickets. Would you add a 10 p.m.? I said, fuck no, 10 p.m.? That means that's way too late. No. Mm -hmm. I said, how about a 6 p.m.? They said, let's do a 6 p.m. and an 8 p.m. Should, if dear Philadelphia... Should I add the 6 p.m.? Are there some of you who said, I couldn't get tickets. I will go to a 6 p.m. You tell me, and I will add a 6 p.m., and we'll mm-hmm. do two shows. 
I have a great opening acts coming with me. I have Tracy Carnazzo and Mary Redzinski, both hilarious comedians, friends of mine, who are going to put on a great show. And then, of course, I come on, the real star, mm-hmm. and you guys just lose your shit. Do you want to do that twice? Then, of course, we have uh, we have Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. And there we have Mr. Alex Khan is coming mm-hmm. to Fort Worth, Texas. And you guys get tickets to that. That is in October. October I believe 14th 9th? and oh. 15th. Or, or no, you might be right, Alex. You might be right. It might be 9th and 10th or whatever it is. Fort Worth, Texas, we're at a place called uh, Hyenas. I love it. I've been there many times. One of my favorites. And uh, and Alex Khan is coming with me. And you guys Eighth could, and ninth. Eighth and ninth. Mm. And you guys could look at his uh, arms in person. How jacked up. How j- and by then, by October 8th and 9th, who knows what the f- these things are going to look mm-hmm. like. They're going to look like that trans weightlifter. That was it. I, yeah. saw, I saw her. <laughs> she, she, the trans weightlifter. Now, I know we live in a different time. And you can't. But, and I don't. Now, this is not a joke, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm really not, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, 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 my apologies if it, this is insensitive, but I'm, I'm asking a real question. Is that, is that a woman or a man? Well, uh, You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Biologically? Yes, biologically. Is it a, it's a man. Biologically. But, it's, but he's lifting. She's lifting as a woman. Yes. She identifies... Okay. As a woman. Right. Okay. I saw some pictures. I mean, she also identifies as a weightlifter, and she didn't do that good at that either, did right? She, did she win any? I don't think she yeah, won anything. I don't think so. I, don't think I think so she either. had failed the attempt. Now I got to look it up before I yeah. start talking crap, but I think uh, I think it was failed attempt. Well, uh, well, let's let's do it. Let's do a medal count. Yeah. We're the only ones talking about the Olympics, but yeah, like nobody's nobody watching. Nobody cares. I, I mean, I just talked about how few people are watching, and I'm like, well, let me spend the entire hour on it. If nobody's watching, I will spend the entire hour on it. What's, we, your, what's your normal event? Like, what's the summer Olympic event that you normally always Watch. Well, I I was thoroughly enjoying the track and field the other night. I was, you know, and and the, the one girl, uh, she I think it was uh, hurdles or whatever. She broke the record and won gold, American girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was watching a lot of the long distance, you know, four thousand meter, three thousand, whatever they are. And it's exciting. And you know, no no Americans were winning these things. It's all it's all Ethiopians and you mm-hmm. know the guys who yeah. always win. They they, yeah. they dominate these sports. They just got the the long legs and shit for it. Mm-hmm. So those are real fun to watch. Um, now, here's your, here's your medal counts. I'll give you medal counts. United States, of course, number one. We have 79 medals. Uh, second is China. They have 70. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you got Japan, Great Britain, and Australia. Uh, and that's, you know, they got 40, 48, and 36. Gross. Yeah. Where are the big ones? But China's got more golds than we do. China's got 32 golds. We have 25 golds. All right. Silvers, we got a lot more silvers than China. We got 31 silvers, they got 22, and we got a lot more bronze than mm-hmm. China. China, if you get a bronze in China, you got it's a ribbon of shame. Yeah, you got to wear Yeah, you got to wear it around the city. Yeah, you got to wear it around the city and people get to spit on you if you show up <laughs> abroad. But here we fucking sell it. We love it. We celebrate it. So, uh What's anyway. your So I was the reason I was asking was I like my normal event is wrestling. I watch it every. Oh, Olympics. did you watch this girl? She, the one, no, one I girl honestly. That we but that's what I was going to get to is even the event. So, like for my parents, it's gymnastics. For me, it's wrestling. I do I like the gymnastics too. But anyway, go on. I don't know a lot of people who even their event they're watching. You know what I mean? Like normally, I'll miss most of the Olympics, but I always catch wrestling and half a judo. Yeah, I watched none of it. No, no, I don't know. What is it? What is it? What I, I feel everyone's doing that. I mm-hmm. like. I just don't understand why people aren't watching. Because I started to watch, and it is ex- as exciting yeah. as it always is. I mean, there's no crowd there and stuff, so maybe there's something to that. 
but it still it doesn't kind of make any difference mm. if you if you get into the you know the I don't what do I care about yeah. about track and field? But I was into it. I was watching it and kind of enjoying it. It's uh, and then like I said, Hoda Kotb, she's got to pretend like this is the greatest Olympics of all time, and and people are watching. She's jumping up and down and screaming and yelling, but that's her job. And she you know Hoda is a yeah. pro. She's doing what they 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 they. they but then the girl, they paid her to do, and the girl, the the soccer girls, the U.S. soccer, mm-hmm. they fucked up. They lost to Canada. They lost to Canada, Canada, Canada. You know, those fucks up there, mm-hmm. the Canadians, the Canadian, and now they got something to hold over our heads. Yep. You know, outside of the fact that they, they don't have enough. You know, we didn't even win skateboarding. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. We, we didn't, didn't win sk- skateboarding. Yeah. I don't think we're. Uh, did we come bring it back for basketball? I don't know. Well, I think that's still going on. So I got. Um, I have something for you. Go ahead. Give me to me. Laurel Hubbard has made history. That's by her, be- right? By be- yes, by yeah. becoming the first openly transgender athlete to compete in an individual event at the Summer Olympics. Uh, the New Zealand weightlifter did not make the podium after failing to advance to the finals. Um, putting her out of the running. Her official results is did not finish. <laughs> so, yeah, that's well, where it. That's all right. I mean, I, you know, it's fine. I, um, I have done a lot of. Uh, <laughs> looks giddy, right? It looks yeah. giddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I know these are different times, and yeah. let's don't don't even joke, everybody. Don't even joke. Don't it don't. Okay, but they Jim Carrey used to play a character on In Living Color. Yeah. That was basically. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, he would be arrested to, for is doing that where it these the, days. Is that where the voice comes from? He the one do, that everyone does. Yeah, he oh, kind of talked yeah. like that, and he had little pigtails in it yeah. and a bikini, and it was fucking terrifying to look at. But that was a character that Jim Carrey used to do. And but if you get it today, brave, so. he would be he would be fired. Um, Sydney McLaughlin is the girl who won Olympic gold in uh, in that I just mentioned, and. Uh, Allison Felix will race for gold. Cindy McLaughlin breaks her own world record. Mm-hmm. These are all exciting. See, there's exciting stuff happening. Um, sorry, America. China's leading the real Olympic medal count. Oh, all right. Well, fuck you, Yahoo Sports. Yeah, assholes. un-American. Uh, very un-American. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, you know, I'm like this, the wrestler. By the way, I was watching the wrestling last night, and this mm-hmm. girl, I watched her performance, the gold medal winning performance of the girl we played in the intro. And... I, I, I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. I was watching it for five minutes before I realized there were two women wrestling. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> thought I was watching two guys. But they're just, you know, they're, they're wrestlers. They're, mm-hmm. they're built like, uh, you know, everybody. That's, that's great. Yeah. a good thing. I'm saying in a good way. They're very muscular. And, and they won, and it's exciting. And, you know, it's exciting. These are exciting times for America. You know what part of it could be? I'm just thinking, I mean, because, like, I know my events. Mm-hmm. I don't... In, I know a lot of people, they don't, whatever they watch during the, it's not like a lot of people are watching fencing year round. You know what I mean? Like they only consume it during the Olympics. Right. I actually like the, thanks to things like Instagram, I'm watching wrestling stuff all the time. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it too. I I agree with that. I think it's something like that too. I think that, you know, it's not as special because it's here. I have it. There is it. There's just more things to watch. Mm -hmm. And you know, the the Olympics every four years and, and, the fucking shit changes in four and years. Your algorithm nails what you want to see. The right. Olympics is like, hey, here's a you know cross country, and you're like, I don't really. I think the, my algorithm uh, must. They must. Whoever does is like behind looking at my algorithm. 
they must be like, what the fuck is with this guy and Emily Ratajkowski? Because mm-hmm. I see a lot of her. They, yeah. I, they must. My algorithm must be like, give this fucking loser some more Emily yeah. Ratajkowski in her bikini because she is on my fucking feed mm-hmm. constantly. I don't know what happened to that baby. She had a baby, and it, and she held it in a weird way on one hey, of her Instagram pictures. What baby? She was she was holding that baby like uh like she was about to you know drop a grocery bag and. <laughs> and, and uh, and people, oh, she was shamed. Like, oh, the head was flying. You know, and in these days, I feel like a lot of people get shamed for the way they hold the baby. I mm-hmm. remember Meghan Markle got shit for the baby holding, yeah. and this girl's getting shit for the baby holding. Mm-hmm. Have you, has anyone ever seen any, you know, you ever, you ever see a lady on the subway with three kids? A Puerto mm-hmm. Rican lady on the subway with three kids? She's, Look at her. She's holding one kid like a football, giving the other kid soda. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you have some soda, baby. Come on, come on, come on. Have some soda. Say They just eat, there's yeah. a one-year-old, just eating the same thing mommy's eating. Yeah. Have some uh, filet of fish and some soda, baby. Come yeah. on now. Eat the soda now. Don't be stupid. It's the greatest Puerto Rican <laughs> woman. Don't and now I'm I'm from these are my people. So you can't you can't uh, uh, cancel me for that because mm-hmm. they're my people. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm doing a, an exact uh, impression of this the Puerto Rican lady on the and you can't cancel transgender weightlifters are my no, people. Okay? exactly. Yeah. These are my I'm I'm for it. Yeah. There's another thing that Alex and I were trying to find because I read an article about this. Uh, what what was the the thing, Alex? It's called Brain Pop. Brain Pop are these um, these short little video. Brain Pop, I guess, is the thing for teachers to use to teach uh, yeah. kids things. So of course, I, I read this thing for, in Long Island Newsday. Now, Long Island, from where I'm from, Newsday is is the paper that is, is the Long Island newspaper. Yeah, now, let me just paper. say this before I shit on Newsday, and I'm about to shit on them hard because it's a terrible, terrible, terrible fucking paper, and it always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I will say this. They do a little segment in there called that happened on Long Island, and uh, each, I think it's once a week or whatever, the it's happened, and they've been doing it for years. It's happened on Long Island, and they'll talk about something that you know happened on Long Island or a person who's from Long Island, and I was featured when I was when things were good mm-hmm. and life was going well. I was featured in, and it happened on Long Island. They're like, it happened on Chris Frangiola happened on Long Island, and it, you know, so that was exciting for me. But Newsday uh, has always been the worst paper going. Terrible articles, mm-hmm. terrible, you know, just like local shit news about the things nobody cares yeah. about. Like there was a flood in Riverhead, and yeah, there's a fight at a bagel right. shop. Right? Yeah, yeah. You see, this kitten was trapped in a tree in Comac, and you know, but they 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 don't they don't they stay away from the the real issues mm-hmm. of of Long Island, which are many. Yeah, uh, and Smithtown, Long Island, is a, is a neighboring town to Ronkonkoma and filled with uh, morons. No, okay. just you know, nice people, but fucking yeah. morons. And uh, they're upset at this. I read Smithtown, Long Island, is upset with Brain Pop, Brain Pop, um, because they, I guess some of the schools are are using this curriculum as mm-hmm. Brain Pop videos. And I guess some of the brain pop videos are about racism and about the gay rights and and some other things. And do we have any brain pop videos? Up yeah, I can pull can, one up from YouTube. Let, let, let me see what you can get as I as I discuss brain pop and uh, uh, and so the Smithtown people want these brain pop videos taken down because they don't want their children learning about uh, gay rights. And me, who no, Listen, I don't have any answers. I don't. I can't solve the world's problems. But do I you, do you. I want- and I have a kid. I have a two-year-old, and I'm probably going to... I'm going to teach my two-year-old that there are gay people in the world. Okay. I'm going to... Not only going to teach her, I'm going to bring over a couple of gay friends. Oh, I'll, I will have Fortune Feimster, 
you know, to talk to her personally. Mm-hmm. I said, Beckett, listen to Fortune. She's not only gay, she's famous. Yeah. Okay? Now you listen to her. She is famous. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that stands for something in, in this household. Mm-hmm. Okay? I know in a lot of worlds, people hate famous people, but not here in this no. household. We love them. Thank you. Now, Fortune, go ahead and tell her about what it's like to be gay. And I, I will, uh, I will, I will uh, encourage that type of now. I will mm. have that weightlifter come over. Yeah, you know, say say hi to my daughter and tell her what it's like to lift weights in in uh, I don't know whatever New she, in New Zealand. Thank you. Uh, um, so this one, this one might be a this fun is, one. now. Give us a little brain pop. This is what they're learning. Okay, this one might be, now. This isn't. Do you want? Do you want any of the divisive one? This one's personal hygiene. Well, let's hear what they have to say. Let's see. Uh, I mean, we could all use that. Maybe yeah. we'll all learn something. Whoa. Uh, I'm not sure we can actually get this baby any cleaner. Okay. Oh, that's a rope. That's These a robot robots, involved. By the yeah. way. Oh. Dear Tim and Moby, does it matter if I forget to brush my teeth or miss a shower or two? Why is this hygiene stuff so important? Well, from it's, joy, you know. Thank you, Alex. So there you go. You get what you get. What we're doing It's for kids. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that one up because there, there's another story, breaking news, celebrity news. We talked about last week mm-hmm. that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis don't shower themselves, nor do they shower their children. And for whatever reason, because for you weeks know, on end, the world the world is full of uh, you know morons. Uh, this story became a bit of a news story, and it was mm-hmm. all over the place. And, well, not to be outdone, uh, just when you thought you couldn't, the, the more annoying couple, I believe, in, in my opinion, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, yeah. they, uh, they have also come out and said yesterday that they, too, do not bathe themselves nor their children for, for weeks on end. Yeah. So I'm glad that you brought up the personal hygiene uh, uh, brain pop because mm-hmm. uh, apparently they, we need to be showing this to you know, the young, hot Hollywood Would you like to elites. see what Tim and Moby have to say about it? Who? Tim and Moby. Who's Tim and Moby? The stars of Brain Pop. Oh, they. Oh, the, okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about that guy who used to do music. Oh, uh, yeah, Electro no. shit music. Yeah. Uh, Moby. Not that Moby. No. But that's oh. what... So Brain Pop, every episode starts by posing a question to Tim and Moby oh, from a child. It. Oh, yeah. okay. Like a fake child. That yeah. No child really wrote to Tim and Moby like, yeah. do I have to brush my teeth? No no child has written, so what's the deal with all this racism <laughs> stuff? <laughs> you know, right. no kids yeah. are right. Dear Tim and Moby, can you explain to me LGBTQ rights? I mean, really? That's, that's, a four-year-old wrote that question? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't question it. No, that's really what, so if you look at their website, that's, what a you know a good amount of it is but a lot of it is kind of cool it's based around like that one there is Tulsa race massacre and it's just pictures of fire i mean i know well I this know is they're the, cartoons I, actually but it's funny you mentioned that cuz i believe this is one of the ones one that that, set, that, that set people off i mean and, it, uh, even well, the thumbnail also, alex not to be you know they do do Tulsa race massacre mm-hmm. which is awful but they also do the wounded knee massacre too, which was the oh, the, the slaughter yeah. of the Indians. Mm-hmm. We don't we do we slaughter a lot of people. Yeah. We don't just slaughter. Yeah. You know we slaughter. So we do. They have that too. Do uh, they have anything about the uh, genocide in Yemen? Uh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> They're probably now that you there. mention it. Yeah. And here's one about pride. And here's one about. I got to tell you. So uh, before Alex got here, I started watching a few of these brain mm-hmm. pops. They're probably seven minutes long. And I got I learned more in watching two brain pops about LGBTQ and one other one I watched. Than I did in my entire time in school. 
Uh, so I'll say this. Thank you, Brain Pop. I think you guys are great. You work you worked for me. We had, you know, back when I was growing up, we had a couple of things that were came on during Saturday morning cartoons. You know, there were uh, a person, place, or thing. Now, um, uh, Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. Rock. Yeah. We had those. It's a person, place, or thing. What is a bill? A bill is... And it would explain... But I learned sitting here on Capitol Hill. On Capitol yeah. Hill. You know, that we all yeah. know that song. Yeah. I can't believe that made it to your generation, too. Mm-hmm. So those have been around forever. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't learn nothing from them. I heard that bill one a thousand times. Yeah. If you put a gun to my head and asked me what's a bill, I could not tell you. I have a question. Yeah. Conjunction, junction. What's, what's its your function? function? I have no you idea. You don't know the next line? No. Putting I, together words and phrases and clauses. Okay. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But once again, you're younger than me and your mind is fresher. Mm, yeah. I, you know, neural my, elasticity, yeah, they call it. You have more neural elasticity. Mm-hmm. My neural elasticity is getting, there's things in there. That yeah. probably don't belong, but they are like I could tell you every episode of Three's Company. Yeah, but I can't. I, I can't tell you what I did yesterday. So that mm. my neural, I, I don't know if my neural ecstasy is good or bad. You know yeah. what I mean? It's got a bunch of useless shit and nothing I, I truly need. So mm. uh, you know who knows. Speaking of that, uh, Three's Company. We mm-hmm. talked a little bit about it yesterday, and I did forget to say my point on the Patreon episode about Three's Company in relation to Matt Damon and what Matt Damon said. Yes. You know, I don't know if you guys had heard, Matt Damon said something about along the lines of his daughter told him, his young daughter, who's, you know, he said, this is a different generation and they are smarter than we are and they are worker than we are. And she recently told me that we can't use the F word to talk about gay people. Yeah. You all know the word. I won't say it because I don't need you t- taking that one portion out of the podcast and saying this is what Chris Frangel says mm-hmm. on his podcast. So, uh, you know, the F word, we all know the F word. So, uh, apparently that's what Matt Damon said. He's had since gone on to apologize and saying, that's not the way I meant it. I don't use that word, blah, 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 blah. Isn't that a good thing? Didn't he say, I don't use it anymore? Yes. He said, I don't use it anymore. I don't know. He said, I stopped using it a month ago. I mean, I could <laughs> that's see. That's what he's kind of But said. that's progress, isn't yes, it? sure. You got a dude from Boston to quit right, saying it. Right, But he saying, that's not what I meant. I, whatever he said. Yeah. You know, he has to say that. By the way, also, uh, for those of you who listened to the Patreon episode, I, for the entire length of the Patreon episode, I called the movie Sweetwater. Oh, what is it? It's still, water? still water? Still water. <laughs> yes, it's not sweet water. It's still water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still makes no sense in no. relation to the plot of the movie, but uh, it's not sweet water. It's yeah. still water. Uh, so my apologies to the people who made still water. I think uh, still water is probably... I was calling it sweet water. It's probably why we thought it was oil related too. Yeah. Still water is like a town in Oklahoma. Sure. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's where he's from. Who knows? So anyway, uh, but but in relation to Three's Company, which I was going back and forth with Jen Kirkman talking about this when this Matt Damon thing went down, we were talking about Three's Company and how, like that just different times mm-hmm. and just to have fun with it. Three's Company... The entire premise of the show was making fun of gay people. And it yeah. ran for about nine seasons. And Mr. Furley and Mr. Roper, both of them, one played by Don Knotts, one played by, oh my God, who played Mr. Roper? Um, fell, fell. Martin fell. Oh, I can't believe. See, this is one of the, my elasticity's gone. Norman Your fell. Last. Norman fell. I got it. No, don't even, Alex, don't even look it up. It's Norman fucking fell. Played Mr. Roper. Um, you got it. I got it. Audra Lindley played Mrs. Roper. Anyway, so uh, honestly, to, to be the, one of the only reasons I'm in Los Angeles is because one time in a TV guide, 
I read that Robert, not I always say Robert Klein, his name was Richard Klein. He played Larry, the neighbor on Three's Company. Mm-hmm. And I had read uh, in, in a TV guide one time that he made $35,000 an episode. And I was wow. like, I'm sorry, what? What is that? $35,000 an episode. And I was like, oh, I got to get to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. This this fucking dope is making $35,000 an episode. Never went on to do another thing ever again, except mm. for maybe $25,000 Pyramid, which he wasn't good on either. No. And who knows what he was making on that? Probably a fucking boatload. So I came out here trying to get that kind of money, and I'm still still searching. <laughs> anyway, but every joke was more or less on Tree's company about how gay people were. The one guy used to do a whole thing, because the plot, I don't want to lose, many of you know, but the plot was John Ritter, Jack Tripper, was staying illegally in the apartment in Santa Monica, by the way, Alex. Okay. Oh, he wasn't supposed tracks. to be. He wasn't supposed to be there. He was staying illegally with the, with Suzanne Somers and Joyce Dewitt. Mm-hmm. What later Priscilla Barnes and and a few others. But it was always Joyce Dewitt was always involved. Yeah. And uh, and so in order for him to stay at the apartment, he told both landlords uh, in the beginning, Mister Roper and then Mister Furley, he told them both that he was um, gay. Okay. And they were like, oh, well, uh, I'll let it slide. But otherwise, I'm not going to have a, guy, a straight man living with two straight women. Mm-hmm. We're not having that kind of business going on here in Santa Monica. Yeah. But if you're a gay guy, we'll let it slide. And then from that point on, every joke was a, a, some derogatory yeah. gay joke about Miss, you know, uh, J- John Ritter mm-hmm. or Jack Tripper. Uh, and it ran for eight years. And it was just a toast of the town. People loved it. Yeah. Uh, so now, you know, you can't even, I mean, Mr. Roper or Mr. used to do a little Tinkerbell thing every Mm -hmm. time he saw John Ritter, like what a little fairy thing. And people, we would crack up. Yeah. Like that is a great joke. Well, I mean, stand up comedy in the nineties was very homophobic. Oh, I mean, and just, you know, just this whole thing is just, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I feel like I, I know people hate me for it and, 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 you know, I'm, there's an interesting thing, and I thought about it, I, I thought about it as I was driving over the hill yesterday. Um, there was a weird, you know, we do live in a weird world, and we'll we'll wrap up with this. I feel like we this was a pretty good episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe we we were a little too uh, long on the Olympics, but come on, you you guys should know that there are people out there winning bronze medals, yeah. and that should be celebrated. Bringing home the bronze, baby. Right. That's what they say. So I had a friend who was a water polo player. Mm-hmm. He played for the uh, U.S. water polo team, and we all liked him. He was a good dude. And he came home one year. They won, I think, bronze or silver. Mm-hmm. And every, all like all my friends, were like that's amazing. What an achievement! I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. come on now, not a gold, but that was a dick move on my part. I should yeah. have celebrated a marshal. It was. A, it is a big achievement. I didn't do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, has he done what I've done? No, no, you know, I don't think so. I don't think he has. Almost 1,500 Patreon members. That's like a fucking silver medal. Yeah. In, you know, pa- Patreon world. Anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, my point is this. We live in a strange world. You know, joking, whatever. We talk about it. It just, everybody talks about it. It's nonstop. It's so fucking stupid. But there's two ways to, to, to go through the world. And I always say that it's just like trying to be on the right side of everything is just not fun either. Mm-hmm. And so, and having some fun with certain things is fun too. But the reason why you should listen to this podcast over some of the other ones, and I see some of them where like every fuck these fucking stupid people if they don't want to be. Here's what we do over here, cover to cover, Alex and myself. We uh, no, we we understand how 
how how ridiculous many of these things sound and are that that and I think most of us do but we're also sympathetic to the plight of other people mm-hmm. and I feel like that is my strong suit I like to make fun of 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 of, of you know trans weightlifters and things like that but I'm not doing it and, and I'm not coming at it from a from a from a I, I a place of hate. Thank you, Alex. Yes. Exactly. Now, from a place of hate. I I do understand that people have different lives than I do. Mm-hmm. And and life is different for them than it is for me. And being a you know white guy, I'm able to... I always say, I'm able to go into a gas station at 3 o'clock in the morning in any city in America, and it's not going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's going to be an issue. If I was a gay person, and I walked into a gas station in the middle of nowhere at 3 o'clock in the morning, holding the hands of my boyfriend or girlfriend, it might be an issue. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, if you're a trans weightlifter, don't even... Good. Don't even walk in the store. As a matter of fact, like, let's make that trans weightlifter a fucking superhero. I'd watch that movie. You know that movie with uh, with Bob (laughs) Bob Odenkirk that I I really liked? uh, Nobody. Nobody, Mm -hmm. Where he went and kicked some ass on Mm -hmm. him. You know, his old man kicking ass on on buses and shit. Anytime they were wronging anybody, he's like, I'm going to fucking fight. Any Liam Neeson movie... I say make this fucking trans weight, make her a mm-hmm. fucking, or whatever. They, make they a, a I watch, I'll watch that shit. They start, they start some shit with they, and they goes, fuck you, mm-hmm. and starts throwing some punches. Oh, I'd be into that. Yeah. Probably a terrible actress, but, you know, who cares? Not a good weightlifter yeah. either, you know? <laughs> so, maybe you, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, I'm, my point is, Listen to cover to cover because we we walk sheepishly through hot topics mm-hmm. and without taking uh, too much of a, a stance on either end. And some would say that's a pussy move, but I would say, hey, it doesn't get Raycons to cancel their uh, mm-hmm. their their advertising with me or uh, any of the other advertisers we're currently working with. Yeah, Hawthorne is another one. That's the cologne. That by the way, we don't have to do Hawthorne today. We're going to do that one next week, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to shout them out because it I've never smelled better in my life. They sent me a cologne called Work. And, oh, man, that it's for daytime, Alex. Yeah. It's daytime, Chris. And I've been spraying it on because lately I've been in Malibu this week and I'm, I'm going out to places. Yeah. Yesterday, I went to uh, Nobu for lunch. Hoity-toity. A little too hoity-toity, yeah. by the way, let me tell you. I mean, they gave me the bill. I was like, well, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. And then you're starving mm-hmm. after you leave. For you're lobster like, mac and cheese. <laughs> like, no, I'm like, I walked out of that, and there's a McDonald's across the street. And I was like, I should just go to the McDonald's mm-hmm. now because what I just ate for $280 in there yeah. did, did nothing. Nothing. F- nothing to Not me. a dent. The only reason I go there is because sometimes it's good people watching. Mm-hmm. Like, you see these people... With just it's just I know I talked about it on the on the Patreon episode. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. The, the the what's going on in there, you know. Uh, and then my wife was, you know, she's like, "You're using the chopsticks wrong or something." I had them upside down, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This place is filled yeah. with fucking clowns." Do you know how many like, people wearing fanny packs right. to a four hundred dollar meal <laughs> right. in here? Like there are the, the the funny thing is, it's a mix of those people yeah. who walk in there. Like I heard, I read about it. Caitlyn Jenner comes here, and I yeah. want to come too. There's TikToker, that, and there's also like. You're just like ridiculously wealthy, yeah. just stupidness. Yeah. Just just every ounce of their clothing has fucking Christian Louboutin mm-hmm. written on it. or it Prada, every, yeah. every ounce of it's got some sort of ad. It's fucking laughable. I don't know if you guys ever saw the Steve Martin movie, L.A. Story. It's 
I don't know how how it holds up. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it, it like it hasn't changed much. They made this movie in the eighties, I think, and it just has like the ridiculousness of Los Angeles has not changed much. It, that type of you know shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I did that, and uh, you know that, that's my and now you know I, I, I'm living a life out in Malibu, but I put on my cologne in the mm-hmm. daytime, and I feel like people are reacting to it. I feel like people are like is that. Hawthorne's work. I'm like, you fuck yeah, I believe is. it. Took a quiz and they gave me exactly what they thought I would like. Mm-hmm. So I'm loving that. Loving my uh, my Raycons. I mean, I'm just walking up and down the beach because I haven't done shit this summer. I haven't had, I have, I've, we really had no summer. Alex and I, you know, we went to New York for a little while, but we worked. That mm-hmm. was work. I wasn't really like doing fun summer things. Yeah. So I'm trying to, as we get through the, you know, we're in August and I'm trying to eke out some summer here. Yeah. By the way, uh, I forgot to talk about it on 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 Patreon, but one of the hot trends right now, Alex, and I'll give you guys this because you have also have a few weeks of summer left too, and you got to get. And so I was about I was about to talk about it on the podcast, and I forgot, and then I go into Nobu and I see every, you got it, women, ladies, you got to get yourself an oversized button up shirt, like Ooh. a white. Back when I was in elementary school, we used to call them, we used to call them a smock. It, okay. You you got your dad's biggest giant shirt and you brought it in so you could paint in it and then you put it in your cubby. Did mm-hmm. you, if you guys went to the same type of school I did, did you get your smock out of your cubby? Okay, white. Gr- what, it's yeah. white smocks. It could be whatever color, you know. Mm. But uh, it was tough for us because my father was a you know electrician. He was a construction worker. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a lot of button up shirts. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I don't know where we wound up getting them. I think we had to you go had to, to my, steal them from someone's like my, office. My whole family was construction workers. Like nobody had a button-up shirt. Yeah. We, we were not those type of people. Mm. We were not. We were not button-up people. We were work boot people. Yeah, we were work boot people and a Carhartt jacket. You know, yeah. we, we were not. Uh, we were not those. We were not people who had button-up mm-hmm. shirts. I don't know. Especially think, extra button. Oh, you got smock button-ups. Yeah, yeah no. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one yeah. that you're throwing away. You're, you're wearing your dad's you're church shirt. Size. Like, to you, paint Dad, class? you don't have a Van Heusen you can give me. Absolutely mm. not. No. I don't have a Van. So I had to. I think we had to go to the Lytels. He was a George Lytel was a bartender mm-hmm. uh, across the street. Oh, I, I think, thought that was a store. You went to just another person. No, George Lytell, <laughs> yeah, he, he was a bartender across the street. And he had to wear button-ups for his bar job. Mm-hmm. And I think he gave us some ones that had some cranberry juice on them or All something. Right. And we were able to take his shirt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what was once a smock in elementary school is now the hottest fashion trend in America. Mm-hmm. Big, giant, oversized, white button-up shirt. Every single girl who walked into... Uh, this place last night had one. You gotta get it. Get it. Are they it. wearing them with shorts, skirts, pants? You can what wear. You could pair it with a crop top, Alex. Okay. You could pair it with a tube top. Okay. Or something maybe that people are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, can you can pair it with a with a white undershirt or just a just a uh, bra. I don't know if I can something underneath. Have fun with it. Yeah. You, so is it kind of sheer, kind of see through, mm, kind of okay? Yeah, yeah. Throw something under there. I think the Gap. You could probably find one at the Gap if that's mm-hmm. you, you know. If, you could go to the Lytels if you need one. <laughs> he's long dead, but yeah. you know, all the more, all the more reason why you should go because he doesn't need his shirts no. anymore. He's been dead for thirty years, so uh, you know we'll go over there anyway. Uh, you got to get on that. I'm glad I can get that bit of information in before mm-hmm. we finish this podcast because that's something you're going to need in the next couple two three weeks bef- uh, of summer. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll go out of here on, on something. 
what do we got? Let's give I got them a for fun you. summer because, like, you know, we only have a few weeks left. I got well. I got. I got. I th- it's pretty fun. Okay, it's fun. Okay, we we trust you, Alex. But what this one, this one is for Tamira Menza Stock, the oh, wrestler, the, the mm-hmm. woman who won gold. And I got to yeah. tell you, I'm joking about it. But I was a little prideful watching her win. Yeah. And, uh, and I love America, too, sometimes. I mean, mm. you listen, I'm probably in more airports than she's in. And if you ever want to see, if you ever want to get down on America, I recommend, uh, mm-hmm. you know, going to an airport for a little yeah, while. Seeing someone yeah. who's just been taped to a chair. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. That's, this is for her. That's the real America. <gasps> Good call. Oh, Alex, this should be her, this should be her song. Yeah. That she, you know, they can do the closing ceremonies, and she's going to be the one that everyone wants to see. She's going to have to hold the flag, and they should play this song. I think Tom Betty's one of those guys who probably, you know, wrote this song. This song's written in like a, it's like Born in the USA. I was like, mm-hmm. that's a great song. Like, well, it's kind of an anti-war. And like, yeah. he's talk- I don't think he's talking about America in a good way. No. And I think this is kind of the same way. You know, not like, not like our boy, um. Uh, you know, Lee Greenwood. No, Lee no. Greenwood, fuck yes. Yeah, his was all pride. Yeah, yeah his is real pride. He yeah. wears a sport jacket on stage. Fuck all you people. With cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. No more ridiculous look than a cowboy hat. The sport coat cowboy hat that's like very Dallas oily. That's Dallas you know? oily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Terrible look. Big oversized shirt. Get yourself one. Get yourself a smock. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give it to your children, you pro- you're probably thinking about you got a young child going to school to learn about uh, trans rights uh, and 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 uh, needs a smock. Mm-hmm. And you're about to hand that to him. Fucking take it back. Yeah, because it's the hottest trend going right now. And get yourself to uh, Nobu Malibu and get yourself mm-hmm. a two hundred eighty dollar sushi roll and be starving in fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's what I did. So stupid. So stupid. I think that's kind of a lot like we were talking. Was it on Patreon? We were talking about how in the Hamptons they're like, screw it. The average bill is eight hundred now instead of two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Hamptons are mad at each other because the rich people are getting ousted by the richer people. Yeah, and they're upset about it. Sounds like that's what Nobu's trying to do. No, it is. It's so. It's it's all so stupid. And I was trying to get into Soho House, like this private club Mm -hmm. in Malibu. And I kind of have a connection to it, but I don't belong to it. Yeah. And I was like, should I join? Should I join Soul House? I don't know the price of it. I don't even know. I think anyway. I just heard recently that's like a. Gr- I think it's like twelve grand a year or something like that. Oh, that you could. That could. You I could think be right. That's what I'd heard. Yeah. My anyway, friend's so, brother was going to join. I was like, why? <laughs> I know. Well, we were thinking about it too, and and so I called a couple of my friends because you have to be like, they have to get, get you in or yeah. whatever. So I called Brad Wallach, who's produced Chelsea Laley, and he's a friend of mine, and he's he was involved in it, but I don't think he is anymore. And then I called our friend Ryan Bassford, and he's like, oh, I think uh, I can hook you up with my boy Jason Kennedy. I'm like, Jason Kennedy for me news? That's the best you got? Fuck. I mean, I'm bigger than he is. Jesus Christ. Jason Kennedy? You got to give me better than that. I thought you were going to say, I, I'll, t- I, I'll give you Julia Roberts information. She'll mm-hmm. be able to hook it up. But Jason Kennedy? How the fuck is that? Isn't he out of the business? Didn't they cancel E! News? What does he do now? He's probably working at Soho House. What are you? Probably got a good podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, you know it. He is going to start one soon enough. A nice guy, Jason Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like him, but I mean, he's not going to. Well, what strings is he going to pull for me? Mm-hmm. And what would I possibly do there at Soho House? I've been in. You go to McDonald's after? I, exactly. <laughs> I would walk her street. Like, this doesn't have my pee. I wound up going to some bar and I wound up knowing the guy at the bar and we chatted. 
Of course, he's got to throw in every two seconds. He's like one of those dudes. Because he was, you know, we both, it turns out we like, we're going back and forth. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's where I know you're from. 35 years ago, I, I worked at the place next to Mirabelle. And, blah, 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 mm. and we're talking about this. And, that. and I guess at that point, and then there's no reason for him to feel like this. Because I think he, bartending is a fucking perfectly good job. And I sometimes miss it. But I think he felt a little like, oh, look at this Mr. Fucking Big Shot. Yeah. Malibu fucking guy sitting at my bar doing doing fine for himself. You yeah. Know? With, it, with I got a uh, Aperol Spritz, Alex. How do you mm. like that? Ooh. That sounds nice, right? Yeah. That's I, I was trying to pretend like I was a real fucking fancy. Yeah. I was trying to show this guy up a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, look what's happened to me. Yeah. I'm here drinking Aperol Spritzes. Why? Because I couldn't get into Soho House. Mm-hmm. I wound up at your dump. And anyway, <laughs> I felt like he, he was like, well, I'll show you. And he goes, not only am I, but he kept bringing up, he goes, anytime we brought up like an old bar on mm-hmm. Sunset that we used to hang out, he goes, yeah, my band played there. Uh, my band, he did like four different times. Yeah. And what he wanted me to do was go, what band? What band? But let me tell you what band it's not. It's not, an, it's not the Foo Fighters. It's not Tom Petty. It's not Tom Petty. Because exactly. no. you're here. At, like, I don't know if the, even the tambourine play for the Foo Fighters, probably, I can't be behind the bar because I got a, we got a show tonight yeah. for the Foo Fighters. Like, so I would imagine your band didn't pan out, mm-hmm. but he brought it up five different times. And I, I guess I was supposed to ask. Did you play for the Heartbreakers? He's like, we played a couple of their songs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. But anyway, he's a nice enough guy. Yeah. But I feel so bad for these fucking dudes to back there. It was like a beach bar. It's mm-hmm. in a hotel and it's a cool little spot. But he's got to wear a fucking mask and he's talking to me and a fucking mask mm-hmm. is sliding down his face and he's pulling it up and he's sliding. And I'm the only one sitting at the bar. It's yeah. me and my wife, just two of us. And uh, I, was, I just felt like saying, dude, eh, fucking take it off. Cause mm-hmm. I, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you just do. And, but he's, oh shit. I you, can never hear anyone with I, him. Alex, That's my problem with him. I was embarrassing myself the other day. at said this coffee. They got the glass partition. Plexi. Another glass partition around the side. I mean, mm-hmm. this woman's standing in basically what is essentially a fucking uh, uh, a phone booth. Yeah. Ringing Where shit up. Uh, the, this place called Coconut in Malibu. A fucking you, tar- yeah, overpriced you know, you know there's machines hole. just made whirring on their side yeah. of the plexiglass. So she's... T- I'm talking. We... I got my... She's got... I can't hear a fucking... I, mm. I don't think I can hear anyway. I think my hearing's yeah. fucking shot as it is. You know, one too many fucking ACDC concerts. I can't hear shit. And, you know, I mean, the woman behind me must have been like, listen, old timer, fucking open your ear. Yeah. I'm like, what is she saying? I can't hear a word anyone's saying. Mm. I, so I like, I, I, I said yes to something I didn't even want. You mm. know, I'm not kidding. I went to order a coffee and she gave me uh, a blueberry like yogurt or something. And I was and I was like, okay. Yeah, I'll take I, one of those I didn't want to, it was like, this will be perfect. Yeah. I didn't even get the coffee. I walked out, went to another place to get coffee. I was like, just a blueberry yogurt, I'll be fine. Did you say blueberry yogurt? I guess I did. Yeah. I, that's what you heard, right? Yeah. And that's what must be what I said. Because there's of fact. nine different things stopping the sound barrier to you. And I got blueberry yogurt instead of coffee. And I'm going to live with it. I'm going to live with it. One more thing before we go. I know we should be going. But I wanted to bring this up. Because it goes to what we were saying about ridiculous prices, and I and I sent it to myself to to uh, to talk about it. LaGuardia Airport. LaGuardia Airport. Now, mm-hmm. for those of you who are from New York or have ever traveled to New York, you know LaGuardia Airport is maybe the worst shithole airport you'll ever be to in your life. It's a third world, absolute fucking piece of shit in the middle of Queens. Mm-hmm. If you had to land there, God bless you, getting out of there, getting into it, or whatever the case may be. The Southwest Terminal at, at a couple of years ago 
at LaGuardia Airport was maybe the worst place in the world. Um, however, they've since been redoing it. They're doing a huge yeah. redo of LaGuardia tons Airport. Tons of construction. Tons of construction. And in some cases, some of the wings have opened already. I believe Southwest yeah. Terminal is open, and it's very nice. Honestly, it was really... I flew no. out of it. It was nice. No, it's, they, yeah. it's getting nice. They, they really have turned it around. Uh, but yesterday, a traveler, a LaGuardia traveler, posted a photo of a restaurant in LaGuardia Airport. I guess the name of the place is called the Beer Garden. Gart, Gart, Garten? Not okay. Beer Garden. Alex. Beer Garten. Garten. G-A-R-T-E-N. Yes. Beer Garten. Mm-hmm. Uh, $27.85 for uh, Sam Adams. <laughs> uh, shared a photo. The LaGuardia Airport flyer shared a photo of the $27.85 Sam Adams Ale. That the mm-hmm. beer garden was selling. $27.85. This is the airport. Yeah. This is not a fucking concert or Dodger game or Mets game. You know, and I know those are expensive, but mm-hmm. those are even $14. Yeah. They're not $28.75. OTG management, they which owns the restaurant and the airport, said it will it will take a look. It will audit the prices. <laughs> anyway, OTG said, you know what? It was wrong. We were wrong. We, in, we it's it was, 24. It was incorrect. <laughs> no, they, you're, you're not far off, Alex. They amended the price. It's now $18.15. Yeah. It's not mm. 28. Let's not be ridiculous. For for one beer, it's not 28. It's 18. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not trying to rip you people off here. Yeah. It's not 28. It's That's, 18. I spent 12 bucks or 11 bucks, I think, for a beer at LaGuardia, wherever I was at. And yeah. I was like, eh, it's a, that tracks, you know. But then in D.C., wherever I, I was sitting at this, like, canteen, $6 beers yeah and you're like oh mm-hmm. all right i know i know it was a good time anyway i thought that was funny i thought i mean 20 set can 20, you imagine a getting, sam adams too and the, the thing about me is i'm such a pussy i would get it and it would be 27.85 i'd be like oh okay oh, okay but i think to myself like that's a lot i feel like that's a lot but i don't want to say anything because i don't want to look like i'm some sort of cheapo yeah you know? excuse me 20 i will never I'm, again i'm the I same will. way yes yeah, so like, i guess 20 no that seems normal to me 27 because mm-hmm. yeah. i'm doing fine so i don't want yeah. you to 27.85 yeah. no blueberry yogurt blueberry yogurt <laughs> do you have any blueberry yogurt how much is that 34 i'll take one one of those too. Yeah, so the whole thing is just $75. Okay, great. Uh, anyway, that's fine. Let's get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? Thank you all for, for everything you do. Thank you, Philadelphia. Thank you, Fort Worth, Texas, and everybody else who's buying tickets, listening to Patreon, listening to this podcast. We fucking love it. We're having a great time doing it, and let's have let's have a great rest of the summer, and then we can all die of uh, COVID variant, new variant, monkey pox, variant everything bye seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.